You know what I find really disappointing about doing an on-the-road podcast? What? The fact that it sounds exactly the same (laughs) as a podcast where we're doing it from the studio. That is too bad. I was... I think I was hoping for something that really sounded like we're in the Olympic Park in Munich. And of course, I've realised that the Olympic Park in Munich sounds like every other place, which is just (laughs) like two people recording a podcast. Hello gymnastics fans and welcome to an Olympic-sized hall of pointless trivia coming to you directly from Munich, Germany, mere hours away from the start of the Women's European Championships. But who will be a sights for sore eyes when the questions are asked? Who will be singing, we are the champions? Fancy picking a winner? Keep your money in your pocket because there are Schaefer bets to be found as we play the Great Gymnastics Quiz. Hello, dear listener, from the Olympic Park in Munich in Germany. I'm Ollie Hogben, and I'm joined by Blythe Lawrence, and we are at the European Championships. We are at the European Championships, and we are so excited about it because, in a sentence, all shall be revealed. I think that's a beautiful way of putting it. Um, Firstly, thank you so much for listening to the Great Gymnastics Quiz. If it's the first time you've listened, we'll talk about the format in a moment. But that's not the most interesting thing to talk about. The most interesting thing is a fascinating Women's European Championships. Wow. You said it, Blythe. All will be revealed. Actually, you didn't. You said all shall be revealed. It was grammatically nicer than than, than how I've just poorly paraphrased you. But (laughs) what do you mean exactly? Well... We're at this point in the season where what we know is how much we don't know, if that makes (laughs) sense. Um, Because the last competitions where we saw the majority of the anticipated big names that will be competing here in Munich this week was either at the World Championships in Kitakyushu last October or even at the Tokyo Olympic Games, which was 12 months ago now. So if you are looking to break things into categories the way that I did when preparing to <laughs> record this podcast. Um, you have, first of all, your, your showcase of established stars category. Um, people like Elizabeth Seitz, for example. Um, you've got younger and very promising gymnasts who maybe have been around for a bit, but maybe also didn't attain their maximum potential in 2020 or 2019. And here I think about Jessica Gadarova, for example, Martina Maggio, both of whom have been extremely impressive from what we've seen, which hasn't been a lot so far. Um, There are a few new seniors who could be the big breakout stars of this meet. Angela Andrioli of Italy, she's one that comes to mind. And lastly, some tales of redemption. And here I mean people like Laurette Sharpie. I think that's beautifully summarised and I'll add the caveat to it that everything you've just said could of course all be complete nonsense. And it all could be complete nonsense. And that's the fun of it isn't it is that we really don't know quite what is going to happen. For the Tokyo 2020 Olympics I did a fair amount of number crunching and I made predictions and they were all completely (laughs) (laughs) so opposite to your point We have no idea. And we have, well, we have some idea, 
I should say that. I feel like you're about to but start we have saying no idea. <laughs> there are known knowns, that is to say, things we know we know. And there are known unknowns, that is to say, things we know we do not know. And there are unknown unknowns, that is to say, things we do not know we do not know. And then at which point, I think we should just stop the whole recording. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it feels as though there is a great deal that is up in the air ahead of these championships. And... I suspect the conversations that we're all having now, and there's a lot of excited conversation, will bear little resemblance to the conversations that people are having after the competition is over. To wit, listener, this is how you can watch. You can go to eurovisionsports.tv and uh, Blythe and I will be doing the commentary. But get beyond that, it'll be worth (laughs) it. Um, We will be commentating on Thursday all of the qualification subdivisions, no competition on Friday, Saturday, team final, Sunday, apparatus finals. Check your listings. It might be that it's on one of your local broadcasters uh, and therefore there are geo-blocking things to deal with, but hopefully you'll be able to watch on eurovisionsports.tv with Blythe and I doing the commentary. And now to what really matters, which is the great gymnastics quiz. So, if you're new to it, We ask five questions to each other, alternating format. The um, way that it works is that um, we don't have uh, tiebreakers, so if we draw, we draw. It's two all at the moment with one tie. Blythe absolutely thumped me in the Commonwealth Games edition. Uh, I've just got back from the Commonwealth Games, which was incredible. That's a story for another day. It was uh, just one of the most amazing atmospheres I've ever witnessed at a competition. But... It's time for the toss of the coin. Um, What we're going to use for this is, um, I think probably the most sensible thing is uh, my accreditation for it. We could do your accreditation, but we'll use my accreditation. And here is the accreditation. Blythe, would you like um, my face away from you? Most people would (laughs) like that. Or my face facing upwards? Face up. It is face up. And consequently, you uh, can choose whether I'm going to ask you the first question or you're going to ask me the first question. I would like to ask you the first question, please. Right. Okay. Fire away. Here we go. Question one. Munich's Olympia Halle, site of the 2022 European Championships that is about to unfold before us, is famous for hosting what other gymnastics events. Ha ha ha! The 1972 Olympics, where there were no famous gymnasts who did anything of note at all. The answer is correct. The context is not. <laughs> I, I mean, what an amazing event to have hosted. 72 Olympics. Um, we could spend the next hour talking about that because there were so many milestone moments and I think it will come up in our commentary here and there but suffice to say people should do some reading about the gymnastics the 72 uh, Olympics if you had to pick one thing. Suffice to say that it was a watershed moment in the sport of gymnastics. The sport was one way heading into the 1972 Olympic Games and after the Olympic Games, it took on a new direction, a new dimension that was completely different and led it to what it is today. Fascinating. Can you believe it's been half a century? 50 years since Munich 1972. Gosh, I've just, that's just hit me now. Wow. There's a gravity to it, isn't there? Yeah. 
it's just made me realise how old I am as well. <laughs> My first question for you. Who is the only Slovakian woman to win a European Championship medal? Barbara Mokoshova. Very good, that's correct. And can you give me some more detail? You don't have to, but... See, now I'm going to be a bit embarrassed. And I'm going to say... Bronze Uneven Bars 2020. Why be embarrassed? That is spot on. Yeah, finally got that that big moment where she, she delivered in a final that was really up for grabs in 2020. And, and boy, did she do well to get on the podium. Question two to you, Ollie. Jutta Verkest of Belgium, who is also here in Munich, shares something with two other gymnasts who competed at the Tokyo Olympics last year. Those two gymnasts are Ava Stewart of Canada and Victoria Listinova. What is the thing that links the three of them? The fact that they are all united by my inability to know what unites them. (laughs) (laughs) I've no idea. All three were born in 2005. Oh, now I feel even older. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay. (laughs) And this was so interesting because, of course, the Tokyo Olympics being postponed by a year. The decision was made to let gymnasts born in 2005 in and there was some consternation about it initially because it was thought that there would just be a lot of gymnasts who were very young who were making the olympic teams in fact there were only three competitors born in that year utifer kest was one of them and of course listinova and ava stewart there we go very interesting second question for you who was the first to win all around gold under the ukrainian flag at the European Championships, of course. Yes, yes. This is the, At the European... women's and yes. this is the women's European Championships. Under the Ukrainian flag, it's got to be. Well, I say got to be, but this is my guess. Podkopayeva in 1995. No. No. Tatiana Gutsu in 1992. <gasps> oh, of course. That is an excellent question. It's I a thought, headbreaker. I thought you'd get that one actually. Yeah. No. But no. But you're, no. Um, obviously, Podkopaeva, absolutely. Yes, Tatiana Gutsu, 1992. Um, 1992, the, the great year of Tatiana Gutsu, of course. And of course, it's confusing because Gutsu went on from those European championships to compete under the unified flag at the Olympic Games. But you're absolutely right. At the Europeans, she was representing Ukraine. Fabulous question. Thank you. So, two questions down, one apiece. Over to you. In 2021, Melanie de Jesus dos Santos became the first woman from France to do what at the European Championships? She was the first to win the beam title, I think. And you are correct. In 2018, a Hungarian won vault gold and nearly ran out of the building celebrating. It was Hungary's first gold medal for 20 years. But who won the 1998 medal? Adrian Varga. Yes. Well done. <laughs> very, very well done. See, I was hoping that you would bite and do what I did in the Con Games and just shout out... Boglarka Divine! Like I did with Claudia Fragapane. But you're cleverer than that. As you were asking the question, I was thinking about doing it. <laughs> and then I thought, no, 
no, this is a trick. Because if I do that, he's going to be like exactly like I did with Frank yep. Panny. Not the actual question. So I held my tongue. Well done. <laughs> and we should just say about Glasgow 2018, um, that was the first European championships in the format that it's taking here in the 2022 edition the first of the european sports championships um and the first time that gymnastics obviously was part of this wider operation um and, and i will never forget boglaka devi's reaction to winning that goal because she, i think she was one of the first to go she was either first or second in the final and led the whole way and she was getting more and more and more wound up um, Blythe just there for the, for the for the the radio record was clasping her hands in prayer and looking at the ceiling. It's exactly it. Um, I, I thought she was going to gnaw her fingernails off, you know. And then, of course, when she actually won it, she just took off around the building, and and oh, it was it was wonderful. And I remember Kate, our director for that, who, who was in my ear during it, just sort of saying, follow her, follow her, we've got to get her. And then when we, we got the reaction of, of her, Kate just sort of saying, very emotionally, just saying, well done, everyone. That's wonderful. That's beautiful television. And, and it, was, it, it was. It was such a wonderful moment. To all. In what year did 33-year-old Kim Bui of Germany, who has announced that this will be her final European championships, first take part at a senior Euros. Yeah. Um, it's a great question, and I know the answer to this because it's in my notes on Kim Bui. However, I can't remember. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to try and do it by process of deduction. I'm going to say 2007. No. Go on. 2006. Oh no! It is a bit tricky. I was 50-50 on them and I did my Ollie Hogben thing. I started on 2006 and talked myself out of it. Kim Bui became a senior in 2005 and she competed at the World Championships that year in Australia, although she did not compete at the Europeans in 2005. Her first Euros was in 2006 in Greece. Blast! Think about that. What were you doing in 2006? Well, I can't even remember something I wrote like two days ago about 2006. <laughs> so, yeah. What was I doing in 2006? I was watching those championships as a fan of gymnastics, thinking there would never be any time in my life where I would ever be commentating a European <laughs> championships. Uh, but no, it's incredible, isn't it? It is. And, and it's going to be so sad when she leaves the sport. Yes, she has had... A wonderful career. What she has accomplished is so commendable, not just in terms of medals, but in terms of proving that you can be at, at the apex of your abilities when you're over 30. And that's so revolutionary for gymnastics. We're just going to say a quick word here, or rather I am, on Michelle Lauritsen of Denmark, who at 34 is back at the European Championships, having retired in 2015 and having watched Tokyo and thought, I still got it in me, I still want to do this. And, and she's come back and she'll be featuring in Thursday's qualification session. Isn't that fantastic? It is. And what I would just like to take a moment to say, as somebody who did gymnastics in their 30s, albeit at a much lower level, um, no matter what your level was when you were a teenager, you can get that back in your 30s, even in your 40s. Um, no doors are closed. 
No doors are closed. However, they might be starting to close on my chances of winning (laughs) this quiz. But this is a tough question. Four gymnasts have won back-to-back floor titles without ties. There are a few more if we look at occasions when a gold medal was jointly won, but we're not going to consider those here. That would take it to about six or seven. We're just talking about outright back-to-back winners of the women's floor title. Now, I'm only going to ask you to name three of the four, and let's see how you go. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That is very hard indeed. I'm going to take a moment to think about it, if I may. Really marshal. That's fine. And what we'll do is we'll just edit out the 20 or 30 minutes. (laughs) That's right. You can go have a coffee. Yes. Okay. I should say here, by the way, that you will get one wrong answer. You're allowed one wrong answer. So you can name four gymnasts Mm. and you can have one error. Thank you. I have two that I feel quite confident in. Okay. One that I feel less confident in. And the fourth I'm still digging for. Well, let's have your two. My two, and maybe I'm just going to lose it right here, would be Julia Steingruber and Ksenia Afanasyeva. Correct. You have lost it Ah, straight away. Well, there you are. The four are Vera Cheslavska. Ludmila Turisheva, Beth Tweddle, and Melanie de Jesus dos Santos. Very, very interesting. I did not think to go that far back. Bit of a stinker of a question, that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, bit, bit of a stinker. And there, there have been a few where there have been ties, where, where also they've, they've won it. But, but outright, undisputed back-to-back winners, Cheslavska, Turisheva, Tweddle, and de Jesus dos Santos. That is a brilliant piece of trivia. Thank you. So this is all very interesting, Blythe, because we've gone, we've both gone hit, miss, hit, miss over the first four. So it comes down to the final question. And you're going to love this final question. Okay. At the 2018 European Championships, Celine van Herner of the Netherlands made a splash (laughs) by doing what? On floor exercise. Well, Take it away. She made a splash by performing um, to memory from Cats. And in the apparatus finals, where I think she finished fourth, she wore full Andrew Lloyd Webber style Cats makeup. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was one of those routines that, it seemed to divide people. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was entertaining, exciting. I thought it was artistic, which is quite a key word in this sport. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, 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 for probably a defining performance of her career. No matter what you thought of the cat makeup, and it was polarizing. It was a beautifully artistic routine and so well delivered. Wasn't it? It was gorgeous. Wasn't it fabulous? Yes. Okay, so you've got to get this one um, in order to draw things. And the question is, who is the only German post-unification to win a gold medal in the Women's European Championships? (laughs) 
doing a process of elimination in my head. And I think I know the answer. But then I thought I knew the answer <laughs> with the uh, complicated floor exercise <laughs> question. And I think that the answer is Oksana Chusevitna. And it is a tie. Hooray! Well done. Absolutely superb. I could see the cogs whirring there as you went through everyone. Yeah, spot on. 2008. Vault. Vault title. Absolutely. So, I've always said this is a partnership of equals. The reality is it's not. You're the intelligent (laughs) one. I try to convince myself it's a partnership of equals uh, for us as commentators. I'm the nerdy one and you're the well-spoken one. That's beautifully put. <laughs> now I've just got to justify it by being well-spoken <laughs> during the commentary. But um, So we, we've drawn three apiece, women's uh, Euros. It's a tie. That's a second tie, two all, and two ties. We're absolutely deadlocked in the Great Gymnastics Quiz. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you in advance for watching the European Championships. If you're there, if you're in Munich in the crowd, uh, come and say hello to us if you see us. Um, you know, we'll be grateful to make your acquaintance uh, it's always a, a pleasure bumping into gymnastics fans the world over at competitions and how nice that we can all be together again and enjoying the atmosphere of a big competition this is going to be a big competition um, and all that remains is for us to say cheerio hope you enjoy it and keep listening to the great gymnastics quiz <laughs>